to the Thursday, November 30th podcast. That's right, last day of November. Tomorrow is December 1st. Isn't that joyous here in the Midwest when it turns to December? Not! Not at all. I don't want snow. But, hey, Tom, the forecast for Sunday at Lambeau is 45 and sunny. That's pretty good for uh, December or whatever it'll be on Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's not bad. So, yesterday you were talking about that 1930s game you were at when it snowed for like 40, whatever, it seemed long ago, like 40 inches or whatever it was. So, it should be a lot nicer. Yeah, okay. So, it should be a lot nicer this week. So, uh, yeah, but uh, hopefully it's a good game because nobody seems to think it's going to be a good game. Uh, Fox has got like its D crew going. So, it's, it's the Bay of Pigs, but hopefully we get a little good football. Yeah, I think it's going to be the Bay of Pigs, but at least it's going to be a warm Bay of Pigs. You know, Derek can look talk about the old days of football as well and talk about 16 inches of snow, but he wasn't around when Met Field or whatever the hell the name was before you guys put a dome over yourselves, you bunch of wussies in Minnesota. Come on, watch football outside, right? Yeah, my dad uh, My dad was a longtime season ticket holder back at old Met Stadium down in Bloomington yeah. there where the basically where the Mall of America is at now. So I've heard plenty of stories. Uh, I did, I think I went to one Vikings game there and one Twins game there back in like 81. So I, I did actually get to watch a game there, but uh, no, was, no real memories of it. That was when home field advantage was good, although they had home field advantage at the Humpty Dumpty Dome, no doubt about that. But man, back in the old days, Grant wouldn't even let heaters on their right. sidelines. Right. So <laughs> that was good stuff. All right, let's talk about the game tonight. All right, let's do it. Dallas, Washington. We had Brady Tinker on our show last night, Tom. He couldn't even pick the Cowboys, could he? What, was, what did he say? I don't even know how they're going to score or something like that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, Brady wasn't very uh, positive about the Cowboys. <laughs> Easy to see that. I mean, they've been a complete train wreck without Elliott. I don't think this matchup is that scary. I'm not saying they're going to bust out and drop 35 or anything, but... There's nothing scary about this matchup. Washington's defense isn't great. They've got a lot of problems offensively, offensive line issues. I mean, the Cowboys really could win this game tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I think they could, too. And I think Brady was saying he could see a way where they would win. It's going to be hard to score a lot of points. But certainly he said there's a way he could. He did say, Derek, last night that he would not start Des Bryant. Tom asked him completely because it was a personal question. He has Des Bryant on his team. He needs to start him or not this week. Brady said he's not starting him. He took him out of his lineup. What about you against uh, Josh Norman? Well, uh, again, I think it uh, depends on, on your uh – who else you have? He's shot. He's gone up against uh, Norman a couple times and done just fine. I think he scored on him at the beginning of the year this year. I think he had, it was one of those games where he had two catches, but he did score. No, he didn't. Didn't no, he? he didn't. No, that, no, no. Okay, my well, bad. Well, 76, right? Seven points he got in PPR. Yeah. Well, he, l- last year, he didn't he score against him last year a couple times? Yes. Yeah, so. Last year. Yeah. But he hasn't been. Look, this is what we talked about last night on the show. He hasn't had a 100-yard receiving game all year. He's only been over 75 yards receiving once. He was living off volume early in the year. He was getting six, seven catches a game. He's not getting that anymore. So, 
Yeah, I've had them for. I've got them in in one in the auction league, the Greg Tom auction league, where Greg and I are battling for playoff yep. positioning. So I sat them for Tyrell Williams. Screw it, I'm just not taking no. the chance. I hope he goes off tonight. I am so. I'm sure he will. Yeah, I don't have. A pro- I don't have a problem sitting him again. It depends on who you have. I don't know that I would have sat him for Tyrell. Uh, maybe I would have. I don't know. Again, it, it depends who you have. But the the line tonight is it's it's call, or, uh, Redskins by one and 47, uh, 47 points. So that that's basically an implied twenty four twenty three game from Vegas. So they do yeah. think the Cowboys are going to put some points up there. Now the way Dak Prescott Prescott has been playing, maybe not. But uh, yeah, again, uh, depends on who you have. But Dez could definitely be on your bench. It's not a short week for either of those teams, though. I heard a couple no. of people talking no. about that. These teams both right. played on thir- on Thanksgiving, so they've had a full week of preparation time here. So hopefully we get a, a yeah, good no Thursday doubt. night game. Yeah, uh, Brady basically said that he thinks Dez is playing at 70%. He, those jump balls that he used to always come down with, he just isn't healthy this year at this point, and maybe he may never be the Dez again. Tom, you had last night on our show a bold prediction that involved tonight's game so if i'm watching tonight's game give me that bold prediction right now who are you predicting yeah i said samaje p ryan's going to be a top five running back this week uh he's looked very good the last two weeks certainly the cowboy run defense without sean lee is bad he has become kind of a focal point of this offense they don't have great weapons in the passing game so i think p ryan's going to get over 130 total yards i think he's going to score so samaje p ryan i think is looking really good tonight all right, Derek, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Fantasy-related, tonight's game, who are you starting tonight? We've got P. Ryan, Dez is a maybe. I mean, let's talk, are we starting Vernon after his crap last Thursday? Are we starting a Cole Beasley? Are we starting a running back uh, for Dallas? I mean, it's tough. Sledding here. Are we starting Dan Bailey after he put up a zero for us last week, Tom? Go ahead, Derek, you tell me. Well, Tom's starting Dan Bailey because he follows him on Twitter, so there's no doubt Tom's I'm not starting. starting I'm not starting him in any league where I have him. <laughs> uh, I, for sure, you're, you're rolling out Cousins and Jamison Crowder with zero doubt yep. about that. Um, yep. Elf Morris, I think, is a, a viable running back, too, this week. I think he puts up a good game. Cowboys' running game hasn't been their problem. He's still almost getting six yards a pop. Uh, again, he's not Zeke Elliott, but the running game's not the problem. Dak needs to fix Dak, and I think everyone, everything else kind of falls into place after that. Vernon Davis... Uh, it, I mean, if Jordan Reed's out, which he is, correct? Um, I think he can. I mean, he's if you don't have if you had Jordan Reed and and now he's your backup, I have no no problem rolling him out there. But I'm probably looking again. If I have a question between two guys, I usually don't take the guy on a Thursday night, just personal preference wise. But I, I do think he's a he's a top fifteen ish type tight end. So if you're you know you're okay to you're okay to use him. Other than that, uh, again, I'm not using Cole Beasley. No chance. I'm. I would use Vernon Davis over Jason Witten, um, so I'm probably not using Witten. Uh, that's not a whole guy, a lot of guys left there at that point. Uh, Josh Doxson, and eh, he feels like a wide receiver four. So bye weeks are done. I feel like Doxson's not in my lineup this tonight either. Really, he's going to be their number. Well, like you say, Crowder is in there, but he's basically a number one wide receiver there. Not uh, feeling him this week. Yeah. Okay. I'm I'm I'm, I'm with you guys. All right. You mentioned. Uh, uh, Alfred Morris, who I had in every lineup last week, including our Thursday game. I forgot to pay Tom $10, so I just wanted to let him All know. All my fucking money for that, man. Where's okay. my money? You want this, or do you want me to have a Subway sandwich this afternoon? <laughs> I want my money. You want, want both. In other words, you want both. All right, here it is. I'm taking it out right now because I have not paid you yet. I think him, and, him and I pushed because I beat him in the two-man that him and I did separately. No. Uh, I knew that's how it would go. No, it's a bullshit, yep. man. I, no. Ours was... 
right. I, I ain't gonna argue. What do we play for free? No, we played for about five bucks. Oh, did we? I guess I didn't know. That's fine. I guess I owe you five then. <laughs> I'll, I'll, push. Come on, stop it already. <laughs> I want my money. I want my earn that, babe. That was Let me wave it in front of you. I've got it all. I'm going right, to give We're, we're not on TV, guys. Nobody no, can I'm see so. the money here. Okay, well, whatever. Okay, hey, you guys are going to pick a couple of players to help you in the playoffs, in the fantasy playoffs, that is, weeks 14 to 16. I mean, again, Derek, we talked about Tampa. They've got three home games. They're one of those teams that no, in weeks no, 14 can, to 16. Nope, Kansas. Well, maybe counting week yeah. thirteen, yeah. But I, my my uh, playoffs fourteen through sixteen were the Panthers and the Chiefs, only two teams with three home games in the actual playoffs. Okay, this week All still right. regular well, season. Talk about right guys now. that you want. Go forward here. Uh, one guy, one guy I like uh, is Marquise Goodwin. Um, part of that has to do with the new quarterback taking over, Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he's the de facto number one receiver, I guess you'd say, in San Francisco right now. Um, this week he's at Chicago, which shouldn't present a whole lot of trouble at Chicago defense okay, but in the next two weeks he ha- he is um, at Houston and at Tennessee, uh, or excuse me, at Houston and home against Tennessee in weeks 14 and 15, two uh, defenses that give up a ton to wide receivers. Again, uh, Marquise Goodwin, not a guy you may or may not be thinking about starting at this point, but I think he has the capabilities to put up some good games. I do believe uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, I do believe he's certainly better than C.J. Beathard. Uh, Goodwin was starting to get it done with Beathard, so I think, uh, you know, as a wide receiver three or a flex play, if you got to throw, uh, you know, kind of a dart, Marquise Goodwin can put up some nice games moving forward here. All right, Tom, what do you got? I could start him over Dez, by the way, in that yeah. auction league. So it might yeah. not be Tyrell Williams. It might be Marquise Goodwin, but I like uh, Williams' matchup better. All right, I'm going to go with a guy who is certainly not under the radar that deeply, but I think is going to blow up down the stretch, and that's Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has been coming on big time. He's coming off a huge game against the Saints, eight catches, 116 yards. Here's what I like about it. This week, for example, Patrick Peterson's going to lock up on Sammy Watkins, so who's Jared Goff going to throw to? Cooper fucking Cup. No Robert Woods again. That week 14, that's problematic against Philly. But again, Cup out of the slot should be able to do his damage. Week 15 against the Seahawks, who don't have a pass defense anymore. Week freaking 16, the Tennessee Titans. There you go. This will be a blow-up spot. Remember Adam Thielen last year? Yep. Winning it all yep. in week number six. It could be Cooper freaking Cup this year because that Titan secondary is deplorable. So Cooper Cup, I mean, he's not as far under the radar as Marquise Goodwin, but I think his his uh, trajectory is going up, and I think he is going to put up some big, big games the rest of the way. I got another, all one, right. another one here for you, Marquise Lee. Um, I know his quarterback is Balake Bortles, and that, that gives you some semblance to not think about him, but listen to this schedule the next four weeks. Home against Indianapolis at Seattle, like you said, or excuse me, home against Seattle, not the vaunted pass defense anymore. Week 15, Houston at home, and week 16 at San Francisco. Uh, prior to last week where he got locked down by Patrick Peterson, the five weeks prior to that he was averaging nine and a half, uh, over nine and a half targets a game. Um, so Marquise Lee is someone that, uh, you know, wide receiver three down the stretch, I could blow up to Thielen-type games like you were talking about last year and help you, in, help you win a title. I sure hope so. I've got him in our auction league there, Tom, and he gave me all of 1.3 points last week in my flex spot. I mean, I knew he was going up against Peterson, but come on, more than 1.3, I would hope. All right, I'm not going to take the bait on the playoffs. You guys covered them pretty good. My bold prediction that I said last night for this week was going to be Jordan Howard. He's going against the Niners at home. The Niners, of course, are the last-ranked rush defense. 
Of course, he had, what, seven yards on six carries last week, I think it was. So uh, we're, we plan on a little more than that this week against the Niners. But, yeah, Jordan Howard, he's, he's only had only one 20-point week so far this year. That's a first-round pick. Has scored more than 20 points once. You want to talk about a bust. He's out there all the time. He's playing hard. He's playing well. He's on a bad team, and he's only getting 20 points once. That's going to end this week. He's getting more than 20 points. I'm predicting 120 yards rushing, a touchdown, and get some passes to him. I don't know why they don't swing passes to him. Seriously. Well, he's had one reception like each of the last two weeks. That's ridiculous. Get that guy in the open field. What they've done with Gurley in Los Angeles has been fantastic. Why is it so hard to do that? Why? I don't get it. Just swing past one out to him and let him in the open field. So let's see that happen with Jordan Howard this week. All right, Derek, one last thing here. We've got baseball drafts going on. We had one that just filled again last night, started this morning, and no Mike Trout at the top. Jose Altuve, pick 1-1. You can obviously make that argument based on the batting average. The position's a little bit scarcer, and... uh, you know, Mike Trout has not finished number one overall in any of the last uh, three of the last yeah. four years, right? So, I mean, he's obviously very safe, but Jose Altuve, hard to get any safer than that. So, I, I can definitely not fault anyone for, for going Altuve there. No, I can't fault anyone for taking Mike Trout because that no. potential is all there. No. You know, 26, 27 years old, the guy just fills up the box score. But you're absolutely right. I mean, last year he was hurt on the DL and... Uh, you know, the guy plays so hard that he does get hurt from time to time. But, man, the guy is stud. But Jose Altuve at second base, 348, you know, 30-20 guy, possible 30-30 guy. The runs are there. The RBIs are The guy is just a stud. Without Trout there, it's a no-brainer, I think. Yeah, again, it's all about roster consu- you know, roster construction from a lot of yeah. our guys, right? So I mean, that they can a lot of our guys can feel fine about getting anybody in the first round yeah. because then you're just building yeah. on top of it. So again, it's just a matter of personal preference there. Uh, I probably would take Altuve over Trout myself this year, just based on how I feel the outfield's a lot deeper, and the, I don't feel the yeah. middle, even though the middle infielder, middle infield is probably deeper than it's been in the last few years. I think the separation yeah. uh, from top to bottom is is a little bit bigger than the outfield. So myself, I would probably, if I'm in the, if I am lucky enough to get that one pick, it's probably Altuve. Yeah, interesting. I never get the one pick. Tommy always gets the never one got pick. It. I never get the I one pick. I got it like one time. <laughs> hey, the nice thing I like about our new software is that you set your KDS, of course, and it actually tells you on your team page there where you are randomly picked. Yep. So if you're eighth or whatever. So no more calling me and Tom. And Could you look that again? I can't believe I was last picked. Sorry, man. We're so transparent. It's right on your team page that the computer either loved you or it didn't. And if it didn't love you... Get in the next draft, and hopefully your odds are better <laughs> than the next draft. I like that strategy. You know what? You didn't like where you got picked? Get in yeah. another one. It'll be. It'll get better. Spend some more <laughs> money. It's, the odds are in your favor right now, but I love the transparency. Hey, here at the NFBC, we are almost too transparent, and we put the owners' names and everybody on there, on the boards. We've done that for 15 years, but I love this part of it that, listen, you get a chance to pick your favorite position, and hopefully the computer takes care of you, and if it doesn't, Stop calling me and Tom. Call the computer or somebody because we had nothing to do with it whatsoever. We'll get, so, we'll get Joachim's number out to everyone to call. How about that? There you go. There you go. He's the one setting it up there on the computer. So those are my parting words. Tom, you got any parting words here? Uh, no, that was all well done. Oh, okay. All right. Drafts are going forward in baseball. Good luck this week in football. But, again, the drafts are moving forward in baseball. The software is working. It's going well. Yep. Trust us.
trust us on that. And we are doing everything we can, not only to make America great again, <laughs> but to make the NFBC better. Because Please. that's the title. Make right. the NFBC. Now Tom's blowing up. Right. Better, I better shut this off right now. All right, guys. See you tomorrow. Have a better day, everyone. <laughs> and good luck in all your leagues.